The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Testing. 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 Yeah, boom! Hey, okay. welcome to Legit Bat. Uh, I love. I was watching Dave fa- Dave's face while our intro video played. It's uh, fucking hilarious. I anyway. love that video. It's so great. I'm Joe. Jen's with me. Our guest co-host tonight is Mr. Kyle from Dig Dumb Podcast. What's up, buddy? Sorry, I always mute myself during. Uh, hello, welcome. Uh, good to be here. As always, I will uh, co-host your show, uh, and that goes to everybody. <laughs> I'll, co-host. I'll co-host anything you got a birthday party you got a, a holiday or a work party i will co-host just hit me up you can be your clown any day of the week where's my sounds oh i had sounds for that anyway whatever uh and but our guest of the day mr dave zed from generation zed what's up buddy good to see you my canadian friend <laughs> how's it going man thank you so much for having me i'm, I'm doing good myself Dude, I'm just glad to uh, be able to schedule you on. You're such a busy motherfucker putting out so much shit. I'm on his uh, Patreon, and he puts out so much content, I feel like I'm slacking. Because I'm like, yeah, I put out an extra show once a week that's like 20 minutes long, and he's putting out three-hour-long deep dives into this shit. It's amazing, though. That's like my go-to show, though. I listen to certain shows every week, and I listen to yours as well. But I have to have other shows in between, but they only do a show a week, so it's easy. But then you can fill up the rest of your week with your show it's amazing thank you i appreciate it it's been sort of a blessing and a curse i've actually had a couple people leave the patreon just because they say we we respect your work immensely we feel like we can't keep up with it and so what i'll be doing in the next two to three weeks i don't want to say anything just yet but is is really reorganizing everything so that whenever say there's certain people that like just the esoteric stuff whenever that comes out you know they can know all right this is what i can look at and all of that so they don't feel like overwhelmed but regardless thank you so much i appreciate it of course dude a lot of what you talk about is so far over my head but i still i I think i've said that last time you were on the show but i I still have to listen to it because i'm like i gotta i gotta challenge myself and listen to this stuff because it's so you get into the the craziest of the crazy shit so what have you been looking into lately uh (laughs) as far as the craziest of crazy because i know you just had elizondo on i saw that i'm gonna listen to that one that's a fucking amazing get dude Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we, we got, I can't say yet, but we have some more, there, there's a second part of that coming out too, but we also have some more uh, big time guests coming on. Um, but the, the, what I, you can call it everything from 
free, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracies to esotericism to astrotheology to occultism to all the way to electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, quantum physics. It, it literally the initially I didn't plan to do it in this regard. I'll be honest with you. It was just that I didn't necessarily see a show that was. I think I said this last time I was on that really encompassed everything with respects to you know politics and news and sort of giving everyone a, a a slice of that metaphorical pie and slow i didn't plan for it to go this way but knock on wood i'm extremely grateful for those like yourselves who who support and all that and have come across come along like um uh like micah like ani like people that have said hey dave maybe i can you know contribute something that you don't have and that's the whole point right to be able to work together to broaden more perspectives like we have a new episode we'll be putting out after i finish with you guys here on star forts i don't know jack all about star forts but there was someone that does right and so that's how i, I try and do it i don't claim to it i'm of the humble perspective if anyone on this planet says they know everything let alone everything about one topic they're lying so at that right. point i mean why try to be a master or try to be a professor quote unquote of everything when you can focus on a couple things and then bring others in and that just reciprocates right it's just it's it's like cymatics it just ripples and helps other people and you guys may have ideas that i don't it's and that's 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 the whole point it's like um i remember again steve jobs think of him what you will in an interview right before he died he goes we have the best arguments at apple and i was like and i'm not trying to you know epitomize apple or anything like this but and the interviewer goes, what do you mean? He goes, the point I'm trying to make is the best ideas have to win. If the janitor at Apple has a better idea for a product than the vice president of the company, we're going to go with the janitor's idea because it, or the custodian. It doesn't matter what role they play. The best idea, regardless of the mind that it comes from, has to come out on top or at least be the furthering, the, be the, the discussion holder or discussion progressor. So that, that that's essentially what I'm trying to do is all. And then I just try and learn as I go. So when I bring people on and I sit back, you, a lot of people will see like I'm writing a lot just because I don't know half the stuff that that these that these amazing contributors bring on. Yeah, for so. sure. I, I think that's what we're all trying to do here is get all these different perspectives in. People have their own niche things they're into. Like uh, right. Matt is in the chat. What's up, buddy? Uh, he's uh, not an, I wouldn't say an expert. He's very knowledgeable though about star forts and other things, uh, you know, uh, world's fairs and weird history like that. Like he digs into that shit and knows what he's talking about. That's why I want to have people like that on. Cause I don't know anything about that Matt, either. Which, so, from which podcast may I ask the great deception? He he's, he's the guy I just had on. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nice. Like three nice. hours ago. Yeah. Did you, not, did you not enjoy the fuck out of that though? It's oh, crazy. It what I love about Matt, though, and this is what I'm trying to say, is that he he allows for ideas to be explored. He doesn't sit back with his presentation and go, no, guys, I have the answer or I have, you know, there's only three or four possibilities because this and this and I know what it is. Matt lets you sit there. He lets you think about it. He lets you go like literally. I respect it immensely, Matt. If you're still watching, yeah. brother, I love the fact that you allow people to interrupt you in the in your presentation because he's got a huge power beautiful powerpoint presentation and it, it's but he's got the same mentality at least that's my view that he sees okay if, if there's something that i don't get maybe you know jen will get it maybe joe maybe dave right it that that same concept so yeah yeah, yeah it's fucking amazing we we did a 
kind of a series of weird shows back in, last year, I think it was, but it was the World's Fair of Star Forts, and I think we did a Tartaria one with him, maybe too. Mm-hmm. And this is stuff nobody knows about the Star Fort thing, especially. Nobody's right. ever fucking heard of that. How, when's the last like the first time I've heard about the Star Fort thing was about six months ago. Never heard about it in my life before then. How is that fucking dude, possible? Dude, I couldn't agree more. The closest thing, and this speaks to what we were saying earlier about how, again, like, you know, one person claiming to know all or whatever, but I didn't know about the closest thing that one could argue I knew about star forts up until like three, four hours ago. There's been discussion about, you know, geometric structures over certain alleged ley lines on the planet, but that's not, that doesn't, you know, to me, I never took that as much. The, the, the one thing I can think of as star forts was me going through Google earth when I was like, like 10, 12 years ago, just kind of going, hold on, looking at the Vatican structure from above Washington, DC, this is quite strange, but is there something to it? That was the most I ever got into quote unquote star forts. So that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and with a lot of these, these topics, uh, you know, like, like Matt talks about Tartaria, the world's fair, star forts like that, you almost have to keep an open mind to those things because those things are lost to history. We really don't know, uh, definitively, uh, you know, we, I think we can agree that they've been hidden on purpose or intentionally or, or they are at least lost history. We can agree on that. But as far as why they're there, what's the point? Um, you know, one thing we can agree on, in my opinion, is even generally or conclusively, there's a there there with respects to the suppression of it. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Right. That's what a lot of people in our community agree on with these topics, with most topics, is that something's being hidden, something we're being lied to about something. But after that, it it kind of can go any direction, right? With it, of course. Right. This is, and, and I'll be honest with you. I, I sympathize with people who say that. And I sympathize with people who say things like, well, I have to speculate because they're lying so much. Well, sure. It's like, it's like, um, what, regardless if one believes him or not, Colonel uh, Philip J. Corso said in his book, The Day After Roswell, when you have one lie to cover what really happened, you then need another lie to cover that lie. And it just keeps going. It's like uh, he gave an example of, um, you know, say, for example, you have a shack, right, of secrets in the backyard of your house and you have a bunch of friends over at a party uh, for a party. And then one person just accidentally wanders into the shack. They find one thing and you go, okay, you know what? I'm going to tell the world about this one thing so that they don't ask about what's in the rest of the shack. And while they're so mesmerized over the one thing I introduced, I'm going to move that shack to another hidden location. And then just if someone finds it there, just repeat the same thing. Oh, well, look at this. Okay, while everyone's looking, move it again. And when you when you have to, that can be a beautiful thing. That's what one could call dual use, either to ameliorate and you know be peaceful or to cause harm. But sadly, the systems we've been under seem to have been doing that for the negative, right? To suppress secrets for whether ego, legacy, control, you know, power structures, you name it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I love that example. Yeah. I think I've actually heard you talk about that example, and that's exactly what the fuck happens because they, they, they intentionally, the they, their, whatever, they have this this little set of things they're willing to give up or put in the right. mainstream, or whatever, and they they have a, a a section for that, and that's and that's a very small section of what they actually know, and then they leak out one thing to kind of distract. Like that's all we've seen in the last forever is one distraction after another and it's one little one little breadcrumb to like throw people into a frenzy about roe v wade or whatever the fuck's going on 
meanwhile, the, the 99% of whatever else is going on, we don't fucking know. And they're just moving that shed to the next location and then throwing out another crumb. And they use those words like leak, though. They use leak. leak. We've leaked it. And yes, they've they, 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 Oh, we, we're so lucky to be getting this information on mainstream Thank news. you, Daddy My government. gosh, I can't believe it. And right. people just it up. Well, if, if I could give a perfect example of this, by the way, let, it'll be a two-pronged example, but I think it's it's a pretty good one. So there was someone who's passed away now, unfortunately, uh, by the name of Don Phillips, former, I believe, NSA, NRO, CIA, USAF, Lockheed Martin, Skunk Works Division, private, like this guy was, you couldn't, you know, top of the top within government, all that stuff. We have him on video, thanks to, and I know, again, nowadays think of him as you will but stephen greer 20 years back roughly i have to give him credit uh, for the 2001 national press club and he got don phillips on about a one hour testimony video talking about how you know he goes we have uh, you know handheld devices but all the way back in the early to mid 80s that can scan the body treat the body cure the body of cancer immediately or within minutes and you know um using the mind to control uh, alien craft and things like this and to fire weapons using the mind and stuff he he's i mean here's the thing first and foremost to play devil's advocate this gentleman was trusted his entire life with top secret information sensitive information nuclear information having to do with the the, the safety of america let's say all of a sudden he starts coming out talking about aliens and he's cuckoo it wasn't that he was framed as cuckoo. He was just dismissed and ignored. So one thing I've noticed is that when they cannot deny something, they just ignore it. It's the same right. thing. They just dismiss it. Like, like honestly, um, like adrenochrome, they just dismiss it because there are patents on it. There, there is medical documentation on the adrenal glands being exc excreted and scientific potency, or excuse me, more potency from a scientific perspective occurring in in younger males and females right i just want to watch my words here respectfully but it's the same idea they just dismiss it there's no and then the, the second part of that example is let's say okay um say i'm for example say i own a small publication and then say for example uh, kyle right mm -hmm. yeah kyle has a um kyle has a big kyle runs the new york times for example and say what I do to, to stir shit up, and this is a mind game, is this could be used for good, but unfortunately, as we know, it really isn't. Um, say, for example, I can put out in the news, I'll literally make up a story. I'll be like, uh, is it true that, you know, um, uh, Jen and Joe don't really, you know, live where they say they live, right? Now, if I phrase that headline as a question, in theory, as I understand it from a legal perspective, it becomes difficult for you guys to sue me because I'm simply asking a question. And I'm it's phrasing it as that, right? right? Right. And then in Phrase. the article, if I say, well, one source has told an anonymous source or one aggrieved resident is upset that, you know, Jen and Joe don't, you know, disclose this and that, yada, yada. Who's the source? It's me. Who's the, why can't I be my own source? And I know it sounds ridiculous, but this is pulled a lot of times. Um, and so what then happens is, let's say the whole story is made up. What I'll then do is I'll release the story. I'll then go have, say, someone else on the other side of the uh, the world, rather, from another small publication, pick up the story, circulate it there. So then Kyle, who, say, runs the New York Times, if the story circulates enough around the globe, even in small pockets, Kyle, whether the story's true or not, Kyle, as the owner of the New York Times in this example, is forced to cover it. 
because even though it's not true, everyone's talking about it. So it's going to look like the New York Times is out of the loop if it's not covered. So I just created a bullshit story making the people question a bullshit thing based on nothing. And now all of a sudden people are thinking and now making high theories on something that didn't even happen. Well, and it, it's it's it goes even deeper than that at sometimes too. Like you mentioned, they can put it in like the Ugandan newspaper, right? Yep. And then they can use that Ugandan newspaper as their source. They'll, yep. The New York Times will say, according to a newspaper in Uganda, Joe and Jen are full of shit. You know what I mean? Right. And that's their source. Yeah. They, a clever thing they do is, like you said, sources familiar with the matter or familiar with one's thinking. That means like Dave, I know I've listened to your podcast a thousand times, like hundreds of hours. Right. I, I'm familiar with your thinking, right? I'm familiar with your thinking. So yep. I can go, uh, you know, you know, Dave is he's he's leaving Canada because he's tired of yada 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 and he's quitting the the podcast game. Right. We'll be like, what? You know, how do you know? It's like, well, someone obviously a, a close friend, they assume. Uh, it is is giving this and, information. And the headline just has to go: Is Dave leaving the podcast scene? And then you see, and then all it takes is oh exactly. shit, oh fuck, and then everyone starts talking. And then That's what it. they'll do is like, for example, New York Times will write an opinion piece, and then uh, Wikipedia will like on a particular topic like UFOs or whatever. Someone will write a opinion piece in the New York Times, and then Wikipedia will use that as a source on the wikipedia page so then you you look at you're like that doesn't sound right you look it up on wikipedia boom it's right there even though it's an opinion piece there's no yep. factual information and, and, and then wikipedia will say right the, right the trick they play is oh well we told you it was an opinion piece yeah at the very bottom of the page so that you clearly right. like you know no one scrolls to the who it's like reading the terms and conditions for itunes whoever reads the thing you can get 10 lawyers on it and they still won't get it because it was made to be written that way arguably right it's like um the movie Vice from the same guy who did the um, the big short. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a scene from the movie Vice based on Dick Cheney and all that, what the Iraq war and all that. And what you have is one guy in the CIA, I forgot his name, I think Richard Wolf or something. It, no, 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 that, that's an author. Anyways, he, he stands up in the CIA headquarters in the office and he got all the cubicles, all the, off the CIA agents there. He goes, who here wants to be an anonymous source? That's it. it <laughs> literally, that's what... And who's to say that that's, again, it's under the premise that we should trust these corporations. That's what it comes down to. You're telling me that they're pulling this stuff on us? No, people will talk. People won't talk when you're getting paid 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year like Chris Cuomo was, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, you know, people are, are not going to, and even if they do, they got, I, I would imagine many of them, not all, but many have NDAs, you know, the, they're going to, yeah, it's not worth it for them. Well, it's just, it's ridiculous because there's, all of this all of these things that we talk about it seems so obvious when you're looking at it all the time and yep. i know you're you're pretty modest on your cracking episodes the public episodes because uh, you don't want to scare anybody away you know who might be a little more straight edge thinking but l the way that we think we're we're in a safe zone right here we can talk about this stuff but um right. we see it as far as i know as intentional and purposeful and manipulative and mm -hmm. the the way that this is being orchestrated around us is anything but by chance. So trying to convince somebody you can, that's why I like the way you bring it because you, you show people things like, look, this doesn't make sense. And then you leave it there. I'm out here going, no, it's on purpose. They fucking hate you. They want you to die. I'm more of an Alex Jones. Like <laughs> they fucking hate you. They want you to die. And Dave's out here all Canadian. Like, no, this is very strange. Don't you think, you know, so he introduces people to this shit. And, and, but, and I, 
I appreciate I appreciate that so much because it's like, and one of the reasons I do that as well is not to be um, uh, like vague or anything like that, but I think people really should decide for themselves, and they may have a better interpretation of that story, let's say in the crack and stuff, than even I do. Like I said, just because I'm behind the mic doesn't make me smarter, more knowledgeable, or anything like that. It, it's it, it's this the same how thing. The news should be. I don't mean to cut you off, but this is how the news should be. So just based on what you were just talking about, how the news works, how media, how, how it all travels, how that information travels and is taken in. They have trained people to do that for years. So the only reason that anyone would give two shits about your example of Joe and Jen are full of shit, they don't live mm. where they say whatever. The right. only reason people would care is because they're trained to give a shit about that instead of taking care right. of themselves and living their own lives. People are trained to just follow the news and that affects their daily life celebrity worship so all of it sad. yeah exactly yeah. Well, i mean so, yeah there's yeah when you don't do that when you present it in a way like you do where you get to say hey uh or they get to take it in as a oh i can decide for myself how i feel about this instead of taking it in in a way that they're kind of being tricked and deceived into feeling that this is very important to them when it really isn't important in their daily life that's really great what you're doing and that's how I the news I, I can't thank you enough. And I, if I could say very quickly, the, the thing is, is that like, I want to play for a second <laughs> devil's advocate, honestly, because to the people that say, well, oh, unrestricted free speech, this is, you know, no good because what if, you know, uh, there's extremists or this or that. Honestly, my humble opinion, a lot of people like to hear it. So I'll say it. There's extremists everywhere you go. Now, that doesn't mean that we should dismiss them or say, oh, let's just they're fine the way they are. But where does and I'm genuinely asking this to your audience and you guys, where does one draw the line? Are we going to start what blocking um, phones, phone calls now? Because if they're, you know, if there's you know, there's speculation of censorship of not just social media, but potentially text messages and. Okay, fine. Big picture. I think they've been monitoring our text for God knows how long, but monitoring and censoring are two different things in my opinion. Now, I am not for either. Let me be clear. But my point simply is, are, where, where do we draw the line? If they're going to start censoring text, if they're going to say, oh, um, you know, we can choose who or cannot be on Instagram or Twitter or these big platforms, who, who has the say to be the moral and ethical arbiter of all of that? And then what do we do? Like start start cutting off cell phone, uh, you know, home phone lines because all oh, extremists can call each other. So at that point, <laughs> what did you, you might as well throw us in jail. At that point, like this is the remember thing. when you got to decide how you felt about something, and that was totally fine with well, the media. This is okay, and you just carried on with your I day. Mean, yeah, yeah, but I know yes. what's right and wrong, and that's my opinion. But people can't do that shit anymore. This I couldn't agree more. This speaks to the concept of controlling both ends of the stick. You create the problem, you create the solution. Yes, you do control the way that it that it happens. But at the same time, if exposed in the midst or near the end or even after, relatively shortly after that particular operation or whatever it was, in whatever category of life it was conducted in, people then start saying, hold on, how can you be for the thing you're saying you're against? You see what I'm saying? You can't have it both ways. So this whole thing of like... um. Uh, you know, there's certain things in politics right now, for example, like uh, I'm actually I'm not going to get into that. But the, the whole concept of like when Kamala Harris said, um, what was it about? Uh, not not recently, not Roe v. Wade. I won't bring that up. But last year, something about my body, my choice pertaining to a particular state in the U.S., something like this. Now, it's not for me to say, you know, if abortion Probably should. Right. Texas. Thank you. It was that. Yeah. It's not for me to say if abortion should or should not be legal. But in my humble opinion, you cannot have the vice president of any country, let alone the United States, saying 
everyone's got to get the beep boop, but then heading to Texas and going, my body, my choice. Like, right. I, 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 maybe I'm missing something, but well, I, 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 we're in I, agreement there. So you were playing devil's advocate, right? And I, and right. I guess, uh, how I would answer that is, I mean, even as recent, I mean, the CIA has said this, you know, we'll know our disinformation campaign is complete when the American, when the American people believe every, yeah, Bill Colby, yep. they don't know what to believe, but yep. Obama said that like a couple of weeks ago at some, you know, high dollar speech he was giving, uh, you know, he's like, all you got to do is throw enough, uh, uh, sewage in, in the public discourse and, uh, you know, all this shit. And I think they just want us confused, divided, you know angry. I think that's the end goal because then if you're emotional, you're controllable. I couldn't agree more. And also your intent, your your internal compass, if you will, whether from a nuts and bolts or a spiritual perspective or both, it's all over the place. You got advertisements, you got work to think, you got bills to pay, you got all these things. You can't hone in and focus and say, where am I right now? You know, all that kind of stuff. That's now, hard. It's hard. Right. To, to speak of the whole thing, create the problem, then the solution. And, you know, ironically or unironically, you can't be for the thing you claim to be against or vice versa. Um I'll give you an example. On an upcoming episode on a, a Patreon, I'm going to be covering uh, the the alleged, you know, WikiLeaks showed the Hillary Clinton emails that seem to quite um, clearly and transparently show that the United States took Gaddafi out in Libya because Gaddafi was A, going to get off the petrodollar, obviously, you can't, God forbid, you can't have that, and B, he was going to establish something called the United States of Africa, a potential, uh, with respects to, to um, minerals and, and energy and all of this, a real rival to the US. Like an EU type scenario. Right, right. You can't, and I'm saying this with respects to those at the top in America, not the American people. You cannot be for democracy and freedom while conducting a coup against the guy that wants to try and make his country more free, arguably. You know what I'm saying? So again, that's that whole thing of you're clashing. Now, I'm not trying to defend Gaddafi. I'm just saying it, it's it's that tit for tat, you know, situation there. It's kind of like um, Saddam Hussein. Uh, apparently, Putin had argued to George Bush privately that, yes, he wasn't a good guy. But look, let's face it. He held the country together with thumbtacks and glue and, you know, and glue. So like the, and I'm not again, not advocating at all. But if we're picking the lesser of two evils here and until we create a system or apparatus where genuinely people are not voted in by the people, then brought into the club of the elites, you know. Right. And then only come back to their hometown when they need re-election. Then we can talk. But until then, I mean, I'm, it's tough, man. The, the, that's the thing. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, at the end of the day, the only answer I can come up with, besides you know these people are psychopathic or whatever it is, is that right. they just want us to be confused. It's that whole you know 1984 double speak like. That, that's what it goes back yeah. to. Like, you know, we've always been at war. Or we were never at war or, you they, know, you need to be both. You need to be both very feeling very safe because you're, you know, you're, you're with the strongest empire in the world. And I'm just talking generally, but at the same time, you gotta be, you gotta be shitting your pants simultaneously. It needs to be. Yeah. Both. yeah. Right. It needs to be both. And yeah. And again, think of Dr. Malone, uh, what you guys will respectfully. He said something near the end of Joe Rogan. I agree with whether he's controlled up or not. I That's for a different conversation. But he goes, everyone's on their, their phones. And I agree with him on this contextually. Everyone's on their phones 
they all this downloading of information no one knows what to do with it they don't know how to handle it, it you know all this kind of stuff we're more connected than ever but also more apart than ever it, yeah. it's and it's like you said Kyle it's almost as if it's been deliberate to make everyone confused and to what's going on and you no know, this is where we have to focus and then this and this it's i mean if one doesn't notice it becomes real easy to create uh, the divide and conquer strategy yeah right. that's what i was saying they're making it easy on themselves i mean it, it's to to demonize people like us or to make us seem like we're crazy for pointing this shit out works into their plan as well because they're they're saying no these people yep. are crazy this isn't on purpose that this is happening well, this is just then, thing then, that happens you know what? Let's go back very quickly to that example, the New York Times, where I'm a small outlet and Kyle's the New York Times. Say, for example, that that whole thing there is if you guys, again, going with the metaphorical headline of, you know, Jen and Joe are, are not truthful, or the yada, yada, just make something up. Let's Fair just enough. say, right. Joe, <laughs> Joe's my dad. I'm <laughs> let's, let's say, for example, you guys as Jennifer and Joe have to think carefully about if you even want to make a public response to the article. Because just by giving a response, regardless of what the response is, you're now adding fuel to the fire. So people, so then all I got to do is go, look, look, they responded. It must be true. It doesn't matter what they said. The fact that they even responded right. took the action to respond. And so it's easy. But if yeah. they don't That's respond, so they We would never respond in a million years. We would be no, like, right, oh, right. Oh, but then there's the other then but then here's the thing too and i'm not trying to say you guys are wrong i'm right or whatever one could then no. we're mostly wrong just <laughs> to be fair no i'm saying well this is what i mean by dual use or even more a, a dual use weapon tool apparatus whatever you want to call it or paradigm because then i could say i could say hey kyle here's um you know you're the head of the new york times here's 100k in cash at your house no, nothing on paper go tomorrow and tell you know tell the editors and editor-in-chief and stuff joe and jen didn't respond how come they didn't? You see, it can be played both ways. But then now to be right. fair, to counter to what I'm saying, say you guys respond, you can then say, no, 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 we we can tell the public we responded because we know we didn't do anything. So that's, that's dare I say, in intelligence versus counterintelligence. That's that tit for tat. Now, the There's one that you- about stepping outside of the game though, too, where you have to right. step outside of all of it. I'm, I don't right. mean to cut you off again. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. Getting outside of all of that media coverage, being in that limelight where people are just trying to, okay. Okay. <laughs> Joe's being, um, but there's something about all of this media coverage. People are so easily controlled. And when yeah. you just choose to say, you know what? I just don't care. And I don't care what you think about me. It's very free. And people don't want to do that. Sometimes people get very scared. They're like, this is my only life. I'm not sure what's going to happen. And they just want to be looked at in the best view ever. But you don't right. have to. You could choose to just not care. And that's okay, too. I don't know. That's just you what are, I think. Jen, you are getting exactly to, to actually to what I wanted to come full circle to. If you don't. And now time for your friendly ad break. If you don't care and you, this could be a bad thing, but in this case, in a good way, you live with your, within your own, dare I say, reality bubble. It, it kind of helps alleviate a lot of potential stress from, from a situation like that. Yeah. yeah and stress can kill you. And, and Jen, you're oh. right. Think about, uh, but that, uh, you know, playing devil's advocate here, if you just don't care, like look at like a Joe Rogan type figure, like he, whether, you know, I think he made it be cared a little bit when he apologized for the N word video, but you know, for the most part, he doesn't care. And that, that, uh, 
gets the other side, the people who hate him, even more riled up. You know what I mean? And makes yes, people the fact like that he it. doesn't respond. Yeah, but exactly. if he doesn't care, then it's fine. It just He's doesn't fine. matter. This is where it gets in himself. The people on both sides get so riled up. Yeah, I. I couldn't agree more. This is when it becomes it right. And this is why, honestly, I think um, it. I, I fully agree. It's not um, the way that we gave that example of in every situation. It's very circumstantial. You have some cases like, for example, um, let me see here. Can I um, can I talk about the beep boop or is it, are you guys on YouTube? Because I don't want to. You can actually no, say COVID. You're a rock fan. You're totally fine. You can oh, say vaccine. Okay. Okay, so and I have I, I, this is just a metaphor. This is a mixing real world allegedly what happened, and I can't even say because I wasn't there. But the, the concept of bringing yourself down before anybody else does, because if you do that, you control the way that it happens. So, to your point, Jennifer, if you don't care exactly now, at the same time, it's kind of like if you have so much heat on you, like Pfizer's had for the last two to three years. If you guys remember that, um, those one million vials with the mysterious black substance in them that when it appeared in Japan last year, again, this not is not, I'm not saying, oh, well, yeah, because well, there's so much, yeah, there's so much stories coming out. I don't, I don't blame you, man. The again, this is just an example, not saying this is what occurred. If I am the CEO of Pfizer and I am getting, in, in a PR sense, shitted on like crazy, what am I going to do? I'm going to do something like that because I've now created the story that everyone's hating me on. I can control this the, the extent to which it hits and say Pfizer has a real screw up that really occurs. It's, it's arguably not going to matter as much because the big story already came out. So I can I brought myself down before anybody else could even try and before a total fluke or if someone tried to come at me it's like shooting now, yourself in the foot to get out of a combat zone you know what i mean it, but then but then but then say that you weren't the one that shot yourself if asked <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or it's like or it's like somebody smells your fart but you claim it first so that that way the the heat's off right you're like no it was me Literally, i totally farted it's, like, it's cool it's like when you like okay with yourself though yeah, there is something uh, <laughs> internally you have to be okay with doing or you have that, to be really yeah, fucked up me no yeah it's you know there's there's a there's a saying and i I don't know if i like this but there's personally there's a saying that from this philosopher i forgot his name he goes there's one there's only two ways in this world in his opinion to truly um be happy in life either to have a clear conscience or to have none yeah (laughs) so yeah and that's why i don't know if i like it because I, i i'd like to think there's a middle ground if you will but yeah because, I mean, it, let's be honest, you know, certain things come up in life that are like, shit, you, it's out of your hands, but you feel terrible. But at the same, yeah. So it, it's such yeah. a... Oh, wow. I would go with clear conscience just because it's, yeah. it's something's gonna happen at some point. But like life, you're, is, life is work, though. It's yeah, work. It's all work. It takes mental yeah. work. And we are trained in this generation to... Wait, my generation or your generation? Ours. All of, all of our, the generation <laughs> we're living in right now, the well, world right now, we're in right now that Gen- we are all experiencing. We, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Where Joe's your dad? He had you when he was 10. It was yeah. incredible. He, he's got girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not trained to do that mental work where we have to think about things. We're trained to know and, or just to be told what we should think. The- so, 
we there, there's no there's no clear conscience or no conscience. We're just told what our conscience should be. Okay, well, how should I feel about this? We don't even get to decide. And I'm not saying that for us here right now or even anyone listening. You say you even need to have a conclusion about it. Right. Yeah. You can make your own decision, and that's fine too. You don't have to do what the media says. But now there's um, with everything with social media is how many people like it, how many don't like it. How many people don't like what you're saying? How many people are angry? Would How many I, people my tweet get racial or whatever? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then you question your own thoughts like, oh, well, all of these people don't agree with me. So maybe my own thoughts are wrong when you could be completely right the whole time. But all of these people who maybe aren't right, who knows? Well, kind of what you're saying, though, there's no clear conscience anymore because the people that think they have a clear conscience, these social justice warriors and, you know, the woke crowd, they think 100%, most of them, that they have a clear conscience on what they're doing. They believe what they're doing is right and righteous, but they've just been tricked, in my opinion, of course. They've been well, tricked into yeah. thinking that they have a clear conscience about it when really they have none. They're just I, numb. I am, I'll be honest with you. I'm, in my personal opinion, I agree with you. And I'll give an example here. And this is not to say that you cannot criticize other um, parties and their perspectives politically. And I'm just using this as an as a example because it's pretty simple. Rogan brought this up a little while ago as well, I believe. And I, I, I see what he's saying. Like, I'm, and I, I wrestle with this as well. This doesn't mean I have the answer. The, the, the concept of progressives, you know, in, in, uh, in, in a, specifically within North America. You, it's kind of like what we just said about being consistent with one's quote unquote outrage or views. You can't, in my opinion, you can't be a full on, you know, um, uh, lefty progressive uh, and all of this and being against, you know, um, child slavery around the world and all that while you're tweeting from an iPhone. Who made right. the iPhone? It was a child, unfortunately, but truthfully, as I understand it, unless I'm wrong, it was a child slave in China. So if you really want to be for the thing that you, or support the thing you, you want to live, if you will, that you know what I mean? If you can't handle you the heat, down to like, you know, exploited workers, not just children, you know, right now, sure. World unite. Well, you know, the workers on the other side of the world are, you know, making all the shit that you're tweeting that tweet from. Right. Let me right. Let me be clear. I'm not in, I'm not uh, innocent whatsoever. I'm guilty of a lot of things, but if we're going to call an L let's call a spade a spade here, right? Yeah. There, exactly. Yeah. If we're going to call a spade a spade, it's that same idea right mm -hmm. now. It's like, if I, if someone says, okay, I take some views from the progressive angle, some from, you know, the, the conservative angle, some from the liberal and all of that, and we can work together to all meet each other halfway. I think that's a much better start than, you know, not saying that's the answer, but I think it's a better start. I mean, I don't know. This is the thing, right? When you have all this concept of globalism, if you will. Well, and it, you make a good point. And, you know, it's, you know, prog progressives in, in, in the, the sense of the word means progress, right? Progress towards something. Uh, right. If you ask most progressives, they won't tell you what that something is. But it's interesting because, you know, we've made progress for let's just say marginalized uh, communities, uh, you know, we've made progress in that way in the last 50 years, right? But in mm. the last two years, we've actually reverted back to 1940s when, you know, people were, you know, getting badges uh, to identify what kind of, you know, uh, class citizen they were, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, show me your papers, please. So it's like, we're progressing on some fronts, but really going backward on a lot of other fronts. I mean, there's I, something I literally cannot travel to in this country as a free citizen 
because I don't have the vaccine. I like I'm trying to go on my honeymoon right now. It's like, well, we can't. Are you, go- are you in the states, Kyle? Yeah, I'm in Texas. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, I, I yeah, Canada designed it. We still um, you still got to be fully vaccinated to travel even domestically. I the, don't get me started on the logic on that because I was traveling domestically like a madman last year and the year prior when apparently COVID was at its worst. So I mean, again, it's no disrespect to those that that have certain perspectives on COVID, but no, I, I couldn't agree more. It becomes like one of those things where it's like, how do you, where where does one draw the line to the extent in which you say you you're gonna live the life that you claim to 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 believe in so to yeah, speak like what progress do you want to achieve because right it, yeah it, it's weird and it, you know i'm not judging anybody in that t- sense because you know like we said earlier their intentions in their mind are true you know right it's well this is what this is speaks to a concept as well of flexible truths if you will right is it true like not just in the the ufo subject and things like this but is it what's true to me may not be true to you. Truths are, it's it's just, again, science is showing again with the dual, the dual slit experiment that reality is only as real as the individual observing it. So at, at that point, it speaks to, you know, the concept of consensus reality potentially and things like this. But no, exactly. It's like this, this the old saying, if you can't handle the heat, don't be in the kitchen. So yeah. it, no one's perfect. But at the same time, this is why I try to really stay neutral when I, if I ever tweet about politics on Twitter or whatever, or comment about it. Because if I'm not there, how do I know that the the, C, the CNN reporter probably knows less than I do because they're being fed what to say. I'm allowed to think about what's being, you know. So, but that's yeah. even presuming the story that's being reported is accurate. It's so, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you should be able to have a conversation with someone about a disagreement. And, yeah. and come to a conclusion, even where you agree to disagree and walk away still being happy. I think that's the most satisfying thing. Maybe you both will learn something. Maybe you'll both learn something later. Maybe you'll think about it when you're in the shower and not really thinking about it. Like, but oh, see, this is what I mean. You did have a point, right. you know? And I'm not trying to get all like woo woo or whatever. I'm not trying to get all, you know, cool. Oh, get woo woo, buddy. Let's do it. No, it's, no it's, like, it's, what I mean no, by woo woo is like. <laughs> right like let's like uh you know kumbaya let's sit by the fire all this kind of stuff but the yeah. the idea is that it, it, for me at least the there's a it's multi-angle to this there's been the anglo-saxon influence from the derivation of the latin language to limit our our you know set of words that we can choose to speak to convey emotions all this kind of stuff but then it speaks to to me at least to the larger picture of like you can't again if you can't handle the heat don't be in the kitchen so if you, if you're going to say something or what have you try and be consistent with that and if you're not then one could consider potentially what if disagreements are not disagreements that's just the stigmatically rhetorically named label of it it's just a different perspective and both are equally as true it's like um, like you're talking about the double uh double slit experiment that kind of proves that quote reality is subjective based on Standing. Yeah, like, particles either are waves or not. So, so two people can see the same thing, and they'll they'll have a different view on it, a different story as to what happened. Well, so, proved their reality was different than the other particles person. are literally a wave when you're not looking at it. That's you want me to say weird and super cool? Right. I'm gonna say something super controversial, but I feel like I gotta say it. The do it. There's <laughs> there's so if we follow on the the line of the dual slit experiment, and this is no disrespect to those in which were deceased from this, but 9-11, allegedly, depending on what part you were in the world, it happened for some and didn't for others. 
because again, speak entropy in science yeah. and physics is defined as chaos within a particular vicinity. But what if it's not chaos? What if it's just an order we're not used to observing yet? Simply because we've been told for X amount of years relative to how we measure time. Oh, don't worry. Like, you know, time is only linear cause and effect. Well, again, if so, for example, if the one person in New York saw the plane hit the towers and then someone else that was in Africa at the time said, no, no planes hit the towers. I was watching the news. Nothing happened. They're both right. They both happened and they're both wrong, too. That speaks to quantum physics, right? They're both right and wrong. So what you then have is the emergence of the two. And that's what to Jen, what you said. That's another slice of that pizza speaking to truth. That that's another angle of it, if you will. So yeah. And that's part of what we're doing, where the okay, so those two people who saw the right and wrong thing at the same right. time get a conversation about that and maybe come to some conclusions. That's what we try to do in this community where we don't judge people for what they say. We listen and we don't know, but we're not like, you're fucking wrong. We don't agree with you because we've never heard. Like, no, we listen because we right. don't know. And maybe we're on the other side of the world in whatever experience that they've had, you know, mentally, I guess. But all I know is most of the things that I think and say are wrong. So <laughs> then I look at the other side and I'm like, well, they're wrong too. That's why so you're cutting yourself down in advance so that yeah. you're okay. You should be in the media, babe. I know. I would be great. <laughs> I don't know why they hired me yet. You run they the wouldn't be able to, Joe, they wouldn't be able to control you. That would be the problem. That would be the problem. That's why I said I can't join the military because I would be I would be laughing my ass off the second That's day I got there. That's why you didn't get on MasterChef. So I did. <laughs> yeah. I've told this so many times, but I tried to get him on MasterChef because he is an amazing cook. He does crazy shit. Not in a the reality kitchen. show chef, though. I, no, so real food. So he's not reality star material. So we made a whole video of him cooking and didn't make it. And then we watched a couple a couple seasons of MasterChef, and we we're like, oh. Yeah, you'd never, you'd never even get on because no. he, he wouldn't cry or get emotional during anything. If Ramsey was like, "It's raw," he'd be like, huh, "That is fucking raw." Cool, you're, don't eat you're right. that bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck off, you English fuck. I would make myself cry as a trained actor. I, I would do it just for the, for the, <laughs> the opportunity. You know what I mean? I would never the recipes. You just, you know, earpiece. Give me the recipes. I'll be like, my dad used to make this in the kitchen. My dad, Joe, I really miss him a lot. You know, the family recipe. And then, you know, Ramsey would be like, it's complete shit. Your dad's a failure. Go fuck yourself. And I would cry, but I'd do it for you, Joe. <laughs> I would cry too, though, because I, I know cry. I was your if dad. If you want to make a trip up here, we should make a video for you to get. You have to do a whole video, like montage thing for MasterChef. Oh, and wow. then you're gone for six to eight weeks. You have to make a whole commitment. We signed all the paperwork and wow. they were like, nope. Because I would probably was, lose my job actually I think if he I was, went on it. I know. I told you that I was, I was like, I'll <laughs> well, support you. I'll DoorDash for everything. I don't care. Well, imagine <laughs> you do that, but like y'all were saying, like you're a news anchor or even like someone who, you know, a, a, a street correspondent or something like that. As soon as you get to that level, like you're always on cl the clock. You know what I mean? Something happens, whatever. And you're just completely, I, I bet you have, you know, did you sign an NDA for MasterChef? Like, if, you know, if you mm. accept this, you, everything's an NDA nowadays. Like, you can't talk yeah. about it. You can't do anything. And, uh, you know. Even news reporter friends who literally quit the business because she was like, they're not reporting on what they should be reporting truth, on. Right. She went rogue yeah. and doing her own thing now because well, she was like. I, I, I found an interesting thing between the alleged doctors in uh, or surgeons in these deep underground military bases and reporters within the mainstream media. And what that is, is 
again, allegedly, the amount of doctors that are recruited um, for underground experiments and extraterrestrials and this whole thing is, it's not so much how good the doctor is at their skill or their profession, it's how good they are keeping a secret relative to their NDAs. I see the same thing yeah. with the media. It's not, you know, um, Chris Cuomo wasn't, when he was at CNN, he wasn't getting, you know, f whatever, 5, 10, 15 mil a year for being a good reporter. Uh, you know, that's a different conversation. Point is, he he knew how to say yes, boss. And he had the right connections from when he was younger, right? I'm not, yeah, right. so, that's same idea. Uh, and Just the fact that we know that, though, is so gross. Uh, but here's the thing. You know, we as a society. You pointed out you look like a crazy person for some it reason. It doesn't matter. I don't care at this point. If <laughs> someone know, else I, wants I, to crazy shit, I, I won't judge them. I still love them. I, right. I will have multiple conversations with them. The I'm nature not angry. of the game. It's just, eh, okay, let's just talk about literally anything else. Uh, not not us, but right, that, right, right. those people. I don't care. I can have conversations with people who are fully vaccinated. My, my whole family is fully vaccinated and like super on board with it. And I love them still. They're my family. I, I, I agree. I don't want the vaccine to be bad. When people are like, when 5G comes out, everyone's going to die. No, I, I don't I'll want hurt. this to happen. That sounds right. awful. Well, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. And this is something that, again, this might get, because we're on Rockfin. If this was YouTube, I don't think I'd be able to say this, but um, a family member of mine called me up the other day and said to me, um, Hey Dave, you want to hear something? And this is this is not representative of my personal views, but I I do see the point that this this my cousin was trying to make. He goes, I was at a, a coffee shop and there were some people there with masks, some with no masks, whatever, right? And this is the thing to your point, Jen. If people want to wear it, sure, but don't enforce it on me if I don't want to, and and vice versa, right? Now, what you had were a handful of individuals getting together at that coffee shop talking about, oh, did did you get the jab? Did you this or that? Did you get jabbed? And then eventually. They were talking about it so much, it's, I think it agitated my cousin. And my cousin then said, when asked, did you, are you vaccinated? And if you are, which jab did you get? Like, which company did it come from? My cousin then said to, the, to these, these group of gentlemen, do you guys have AIDS? And they go, what? He goes, do you have AIDS? They go, that's a very personal question. Why would you ask that? He goes, it's the same thing. It's my, if I got the jab or not, it's personal. You know, it's and the if same they had the jab, they probably do now have AIDS. You know, since they got the jab, they probably yeah. That's the media a, did. The media made it okay to ask that, though. So that was something that was so. They made it okay there. to ask it, right? And yeah, yep. It was like it was like they talked about it so much. Where if you don't have it, and they did demonize it, if you don't have it, or if you do have it, which one you did had, you get? They were you even demonizing lower brand. You know, Pfizer was like the best at marketing, and they were really good at it. And so, like you know, if you got the Moderna. You know, they'd be like, uh, like they do it through TikTok and stuff too. Like, you know, you, they they have TikToks of kind of representing that conversation that your cousin was in. Like, you know, uh, I got the Pfizer, I'm badass, and I got the Moderna, I'm kind of you know like a basic bitch. And then like you got the Johnson and Johnson, it's like, oh, you're probably like a trailer park kid or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, there, there, I mean, if you want to get me started on that, the the white, okay, three things. The White House reached out to TikTokers. That tells yeah. me a lot personally. Yeah. And the fact that they had to give a warning against, they basically did everything they could during Christmas time, the White House, just short of putting a banner in low earth orbit over top the planet saying, don't listen to Joe Rogan because of the Malone. <laughs> now think of Malone, what you will, if he was controlled up or not, but it's the same idea, right? So there's that. And then there's the whole thing of like, um, I got a brain fart. Where were we? Sorry. 
Oh, oh just like on the vac- which vaccine did you get? Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. Sorry. Now, in Canada, what you have is you had Trudeau when he was running for his snap re-election. Him saying, and, and Bill Maher brought it up too. I, I appreciate Bill Maher for saying this when he goes like, nothing was taken out of context. In an interview with a, a Quebec French outlet, he says literally word for word what Hitler said about, about the, I think, the Jewish people is what Trudeau said about the unvaccinated. What are these people doing? They're taking up space. They're the reason we can't get we can't get back to normal. Literally, he said that. So, and at that point, like, what do you like? What like who? So the point is, is that as I understand it, at least in Canada, the Liberal government had to partner with the NDP, which stands for the New Democratic Party, because the Liberal government knew they were not just going to lose the next election, but get a minority big time. So by joining with the NDP and making a deal, they now secure the next, I think, four years or something like this. And so what you then have is like, and and one last thing is that for the, um, oh, I think it was, I'm so glad I could say this on here because we're on Rockfin. Thank you guys for jumping to Rockfin. But um, the I think it was AstraZeneca. Was it AstraZeneca? Or anyways, it was everyone. It was okay. That's that was the one that got banned here, yeah. right? I yes. Think. Okay. Thank yeah. you. That was okay. AstraZeneca was the one that got banned in your guys' country first, if I'm not mistaken. And then Joe and then Biden sent over one or two million doses of AstraZeneca to us. Again, I stand by the thing of America coughs, Canada sneezes. Whatever you guys do, we follow. Or if whatever you guys don't want, we take. And I'm look. Truth be told, it's a it's a power like it's a power thing, and this it's is a it's, it is, stepchildren of America. You want our, <laughs> you want our I'm just glad to see you're alive. Every time I talk to you, I'm just glad to see you're alive because I'm in kid. the middle of nowhere. That's the only reason. I'm not near a city. I'm not near anything. That's the only. I'm close to the um uh, to the Dakotas. So if I have to, I will. <laughs> With, hey, you know you're welcome I mean. in Texas anytime, man. I'll I'll get I'll set you up. I'll, I'm like the yeah, the Joe Rogan of poor podcasters. I won't buy you a house, but I'll <laughs> Zillow and I'll look for one for you. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I, I appreciate stay at our house. I'll put you on your mattress. <laughs> Thank you. So, oh, perfect. I'll, it's okay. I'll, I'll blow it up and everything. I, I can take care of it. Just I, I just need the. It blows perfect. itself up. That's how cool it is. Giggity. Oh, that's so Giggity. cool. That's <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Giggity, giggity. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's great. I love. That. Um, but the uh, the the AstraZeneca. I remember people in my family. People in what bothers me is that it's not that people in my. I don't care if people in my family or even my friends got jabbed. It's just please respectfully don't enforce it on over me. And so the idea was what happened was that AstraZeneca in twenty twenty one when last year when the the vaccine rollout was deployed worldwide. I was, you know, all over the place. Dave, get AstraZeneca. It's fine. It's fine. All of a sudden, six months later, not only is it canned from the Canadian government list as a non-valid jab, but if you had gotten the jab, you then have to get re-jabbed. I'm not kidding, because they won't accept it anymore. And AstraZeneca, as I understand it, is showing rare side effects in myocarditis in, in, in males, 18 to 25. I just turned 24. Rare. I'm right in the smack center of that. If I had taken it, what if I had, you know, again, going for my, my runs or whatever, I just dropped. I'm not saying that I would have, but like, that's the thing. And now if I had gotten it, all of a sudden the Trudeau government says, no, you got to get another, another a different type. So I just got two jabs of Astra, of this thing that they banned. And on top of that, you have, again, think of him what you will, but you have, at least on paper, one of the main contributing inventors of mRNA saying all these things about getting more jabs, this is not good. Mm-hmm. 
when he said on Rogan, he's like, all these things of every just get another jab. And what's what's Kamala Harris on her fifth jab, fourth jab? What, what what's what's and I I'm not trying to say it in a bad way. What are the people? I don't know if that's real. That's what I'm saying. Years, uh, you know, two years ago when we all, you know, our community was talking about this, we said, what's the number? Six? You know, what's your what's going to be your number that you're going to take? And, forever. and I don't mean to disrespect the people of Israel, but I mean, what are they going to go if they keep going at the rate that they're at? What are they going to go to the nine jabs until, you know, like what's fully right. what's fully vaccinated? Well, and, at this point? and Dave, to your point about the AstraZeneca and, you know, you know, you'd, then you'd have to get, you know, another one. I think really because you can look at it from, you know, a, you know. A maleficent or what not, a bad way or a positive you know sorry i'm trying to get my words right no sorry um, it's, it's not about just getting another one what's going on in my body well i think it goes back yeah. to uh marketing right like pfizer sure. had the biggest marketing campaign and so and after they banned astrazeneca what did canada do what did trudeau do he bought pfizer he vaccines for the next you know five years or whatever so i think it all in terms of that we have to think of you know money where who's putting the most right. money into the news and the governments and you know these programs right. and i think it goes back to them that's why it was banned here that's why you know johnson and johnson was um you know they couldn't afford the marketing campaign that pfizer had and so right. i think that's that's why it got pushed to the side that's why uh you know the only reason moderna has it is because it was a bill gates slash u.s government uh you know dude this and I, sorry to interrupt you but this whole thing of like again to add to what you're saying like the the, the fact checking of it all I mean, when, whether it's Snopes or Associated Press or Reuters or whatever, this whole thing of, okay, Dr. Malone had said that he had connections and it is, as I understand it, it's true. He has a lot of friends in the intelligence world and all that, but he, he had implied that the Trudeau family personally has shares in Acuitas, which is, I believe, the company that had to do with the um, uh, in part invention of mRNA, something like this with, with the mRNA tech and all that, right? And fact checkers you know the you know trust the news initiative routers associated press snopes all getting there all under the web of the trilateral commission by the way no no fluke there but they all say oh fact checkers state that the trudeau foundation or the trudeau family and the trudeau foundation do not own shares in a queue at us literally they we and i could say because we're on rockfin thank you again guys they they do but obviously they're not going to own it directly they're going to have, you know, under different names, subsidiaries, dummy companies, uh, offshore things, overseas, things like this. Now, two, two prongs to that. To the people that are not in the world of finance or economics or who don't do the research on their own, people are like, ah, this is, you know, they just got home from a long day at work. You know, ah, honey, I don't want to think about that. I don't blame them, right? But the second thing, too, is that when you look at the, the way they fact-checked it, they went on the Canadian, I forgot, directory of something showing about, you know, all the ah, – something to do about affairs and commissions uh, database or something like that. And the fact checkers typed in Trudeau acuitous and found nothing. So according to fact checkers, there's nothing. Idiots. It's like saying that it's, it's like saying John, it's like John Gotti on paper. He was dead broke, but I mean, come on. You don't think it's the same thing. What do you think? He's just wearing those fancy suits because his wife puts them on and that gets them donated to them. Wait, like what do you, yeah. it's the same thing it's the same thing like what are we what are we doing here at this point in my opinion right so that that's how i that's how i see it now in theory this is how they play with the words are they wrong not exactly but it's obfuscation right it's like the um when uh, like a tip the advanced aerospace threat identification program the department 
the department from the, from the from the Pentagon that Lou Elizondo uh, headed and all this, at least allegedly. That, that's a whole other conversation. But the, <laughs> one could argue that was an attempt. At, anyways, that's I, I I personally think that he headed it. But the point is, is that there is an ongoing department, not under ATIP. It's under a different name. So the Pentagon said last year, ATIP no longer exists and it's been shut down. So everyone immediately thinks, oh, the UFO programs are gone, or at least the surface stuff is gone and the secret stuff is continuing. Yes and no. The Pentagon press office, they didn't exactly lie when they said ATIP is shut down. It is shut down, but it's under a new name. Yeah, it so, transformed to just the tip. That's what they call that's, it. <laughs> well, that's the, that's how the would that ever be a good thing? It's shut down now. I guess UFOs aren't a problem now. Just the but fact they, they, they say be, it's shut no, down now is like, it's fucking well, it, definitely not. They, it, was you, a, it was a disaster of a, of a of a press thing, in my opinion. I'm of the humble opinion that he did head a tip, and at this point, I mean, I you look at some of the stuff that, in my opinion, not not to get into this, but it's just short of getting a camera feed of the guy walking in and out of the office, in my opinion. Like, I mean, at that point, it's like saying, you know, does Dave really run Gen Generation Z? Well, we don't know. Do, do we see Dave in the house where he does his editing, where he does his recording? How do we not know someone else does it? And I just, I'm the face of it, right? We want, if you want to start shit like that, fuck. Well, I'm going to start some shit like that, Dave. I think we need to get to the bottom <laughs> of this. It seems to be a real issue here in the community. Yeah, you know. It's, it's, oh, I mean, <laughs> then usually what happens is you'll you'll start a show and then you'll invite me on and it's the same. <laughs> it's That's usually how it'll go. The, um, is uh is dave really running the whatever show and then that's how it starts that's how the the side goes back to where people shouldn't care so much about that stuff though i enjoy listening to your show i love it so oh, much but well, if someone yeah. said dave said doesn't really run this show i'd be like okay cool it's my still thing super is enjoyable and still, i'll still, still gonna listen i'll still live my yeah. life the way I, I live it and be a good person I appreciate yeah. that and my thing is whether it's with mr elizondo and a tip whether it's in general i mean it's like it, at this at this point, I mean, if we're gonna use, let's just say that example, use that for an example. Let's say he's lying. It's only gonna look terrible on him in the long run because there were there are people in the Pentagon and in the intelligence community that that have a sadly a hard on for the guy that want that want to see him mess up. So if he's lying, eventually it'll come out. Just like with me, if I'm ever BSing about something, eventually it's gonna come out. So. At this point, like, is it affecting your life immediately right now? No. I mean, is it is it going to affect or change what's coming with respects to the UAP phenomenon? If Mr. Elizondo really did run the department or not, that's not going to make or break, you know, at least, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, not to dismiss him entirely or anything like this of said claims or inquiries, but it's like at what point, you know it's at what point do you question it's like the football game that someone's watching how do you know it's real well it's on the tv okay right on the tv but where where how do you know that what's happening on the tv's live why do you care about the football game i guess yeah uh, well if we're going real big there you go it's like it's like politics it's flipping, flipping a coin right it's it's like right like politics it's like flipping a coin heads or tails conservative liberal people don't realize it's still both sides of the same coin it's the same damn coin Exactly. To your point, you want to get us down so low to where we care about sports teams. They're like, oh my God, oh, I love it, the it Cowboys. Creates... They're so great. Like, no, shut well, the fuck the, up. Speaks, <laughs> right. This speaks to the concept of using potentially technology to, and I'm just exploring ideas here, through entropy, 
for to go back to that 9-11 example, did the buildings really hit the towers or not? To some on the planet at the time it did, to others it didn't, and both are right and both are wrong. That argument in and of itself distracts and spirals using intention, distracts in downwards into another set of arguments, and it just keeps going down the vortex. The next thing you know, you're arguing about what? And hold on, what's going on around us? Right. We were, we were just talking about that with uh, our friend Moral Bob. Shout out to the Hidden uh, in Plain yeah, Sight podcast. We I think, I think Bob has beef with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? No. No, not, you, not, not real beef. Not real beef. <laughs> okay. Good. No. As long as it's fake beef. But no, he, he was going on the same thing. It was weighing heavy on him the other day. And he was like, dude, I think all these things we talk about are literally meant to just divert us away from whatever is actually going on. And that's a super deep conspiracy thing to say. But I don't disagree with him where he's like all these little like factions of people in the Tartaria and all all these things are like these different little rabbit holes people go down. They call them a rabbit hole for a reason. And they're they're diverted down these holes and they're arguing about them. And then what does that serve us, though? Like you said, like, how does that help us? What is? Well, OK, let me let me give you. An... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Please, please, please. I was just going to say, I think we're all meant to live this life as souls and then all of these distractions are to see how our soul behaves so if we Earth school yeah if we behave a certain way we might learn from it we might not i don't know but every single distraction all of everything that we dig deep into it's just a distraction from being within ourselves it sounds very woo and weird but mm. there's something to being within yourself and then being able to love everyone around you like put your mask on before you help your friend not your mask like what they told right, you right. to do funny i mean the airplane one when the altitude's weird all right, right, right. <laughs> so. well, well, joe right. i an episode about what you and bob you said you talked about it was called conspiracy thirst traps what are these topics or these you know factions in these groups that we get into that you know kind of keep us corralled in one space and rather than let us focus on the real you know things that we can prove like you know human trafficking uh you know yeah. governments uh destroy you know exactly. so like we get focused on and no no this is kind of maybe why bob might have a beef with me it's like maybe instead of getting focused on flat earth maybe all of us should collectively focus on i don't know like like child trafficking like it's like a great example we can probably all agree on so yeah not that they're not valid right because you can you can argue right. these things all day and there's not that they're not important but it's like why were we all talking about tartaria for six months in this community what was that what else was going on right so it's just what are these things that kind of get held up that the, not that they're not important or valid but what he said that on his show when we were on his show he said something about being super into flat earth and that it was a distraction for him as well yeah, he pointed yeah. that out to himself. So I don't think he has a beef with you. I guess no, I know. Myself. I know. It's just Bob. I love Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, let me give you guys an example. So I was here. Uh, I got a notification on my laptop. I thought I had uh, silenced everything for this interview. It turns out by accident I didn't. And what was it? A notification from Twitter. Elon Musk tweeted um, just a, about an hour and a half ago. If I die under mysterious circumstances, it's been nice knowing you. Now. You see, that delves into the whole thing. Is he just messing with people? Is he being cryptic? But you see, we've already gone down that spiral train of thought. Instead of focusing on keep your eye on the ball on the on the human trafficking or whatever, it's all oh, what did Elon just say, right? It's the same. Right. Now, whether that was planned or not, you see how in, in real time this occurs. And then now you got people replying here going, 
oh, what is, what is it that you have on the Clintons or on Hillary? <laughs> you know, so it, <laughs> and then it's not right. Right. So it, it's one of those things where it's like, OK. And then again, it, it starts it starts like that. And another tactic I could say that helps with that, sadly, is, you know, especially on Twitter, when you could see, um, oh, a friend of yours that you're following liked a post or a tweet. So on something on a feed you normally wouldn't that wouldn't normally be on your feed that creates another oh what it, why they like it you press on it you go down that thread you go down that spiral well they yeah, do now, it on what's the difference between that and your thoughts uh, if you click on a like a porn star you can see all your friends who follow the porn star <laughs> and what's the difference between that and your thoughts honestly well, exactly yeah it's the same yeah. thing yep yep Exa exactly i, I couldn't feel I, more connected you're like, oh, yeah. they all feel that way because we would never get together and be like, this is my favorite porn star because that's weird. Right. But <laughs> you have trading cards for them, or yeah, that would be great. That would be kind of fun. Do they have that? <laughs> they have porn star trading cards. We they have <laughs> Let's do it. Oh man, <laughs> um, guys, I'm so, oh, I'm wow. so sorry. In the next few minutes, I'm probably gonna have to take off because I have another. Um, no, we can end it there, oh, yeah, buddy. We like, do too. We no, have we to did work it. In the morning Solid time, hour. So. I got kids and work and whatever yeah. else. Kyle has whatever awesome. he does. I, I just want to say I want to thank you guys so much for having me on again. And and Kyle, brother, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. I gotta, I got just like Jen and Joe. I got, I gotta get you on the show as well. Actually, we should do something all of us uh, in the coming days if you guys are available. I'm yeah, sure yep. available. Yes. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I know you're a busy dude. We super appreciate super busy. it. Not for, no, 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 not, not for you guys. Sorry. Tell everybody where they can find you and uh, where oh. they can get your show and everything. Generation Z. Sure. Generation Z, Z E D, uh, Generation Z podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, um, as well as Generation Z podcast, no caps, no spaces on Instagram. Um, at podcast Z on Twitter and patreon.com slash generation Z. That's what, uh, that's what keeps the show alive. And uh, I think I'm, it's safe to say there's hundreds of hours of extra content on there by now. So there is, I've, I've <laughs> like a percentage of all the shit you have on there. I have to, it's great though. When up. you were saying that people and on Patreon were dropping off, why there's so much you can pick and choose if you have a long drive or if you're bored one day well, that's why they were that's dropping amazing. off because they were like we feel so overwhelmed and i'm like okay i kind of <laughs> I, I i get it like I, I i understand i oh that's very <laughs> kind of you i don't understand because there's some stuff i'm willing to be like i won't get to that but i would like to listen to this today and there will mm. always be something available for you on his channel and if you can't get to it all don't feel overwhelmed that you can't take it all in at once. It doesn't have to be all taken in at once. You can slowly get to it and pick and choose. That's okay, too. It's okay to be a person, everyone. Okay? <laughs> Very well said, Jen. Seriously, thank you. I appreciate that. I think even myself, including, I think everyone needs to hear that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Everyone's so caught up in who's right, who's wrong, you know, all this kind of no, stuff. No, you have to get it all. You're like, I've heard all of the Generation Zs. No, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to hear them all. Hear the ones you want to hear and right. love them. That's all you have to do. Moder mod moderation. Support him because he's great. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much, guys. It's okay. We love you, Thank buddy. You. Uh, Kyle, I appreciate give it. us your plugs, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, Kyle, the Big Dumb Podcast on all podcast platforms, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh, uh, the Big Dumb Podcast, and then um, 
the big dumb underscore podcast on Instagram. And Dave, it was a real pleasure, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, you're, you're, uh, I'm only a year older than you, but I feel like you're probably 10 years, uh, smarter than I am. No, no, <laughs> you're, you're def- I'm sure there are areas that you have far well, better honed than myself, man. Well, I'd love to have you on anytime and we can, we can discuss it, but it was a real pleasure. And Joe Absolutely. and Jen, as always, uh, you know, it's great to be your co-host. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks everybody in the chat. Uh, We will see you next time. Love you all. Thank you for listening to Legit Bad. Please address all content grievances to gofuckyourself at yourman.com. See you next week.